advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I was just, I was just sitting here thinking, and I know if you don't listen to the bonus episode, you're not going to get this. But you know, I said if I was predetermined, or you know, like my destiny was to get diabetes, mm-hmm. like I think it might be, like because both <laughs> my grandpas died of it. Like fuck, like there's not anything you can do, like no matter what. But there is because it's genetic. You could eat nothing but salad and see if you still get it, and then no, there could was be nothing to do. In, it could be something in the salad though. Like the ranch dressing has sugar in it or something. Right. Or, or carbs. You do your research and make that salad that doesn't have something uh, in it. I don't it. think you can. It's impossible. I can tell right now you're predetermined to have it because you're going down that path, bro. Yeah. You can just eat fucking iceberg and water. You can't get That's terrible. Get the, exactly. That's On the other terrible. side of the fence, you could fucking eat a bunch of nasty shit and fucking get hit by a car. Yeah, and or wish enjoy you'd life. Be, wish you'd been eating chocolate. And when you get hit by a car, you just won't have legs. That's true. Right. See, see, you might get diabetes. They cut your legs off and then a car would have hit you and killed you by pinning you with your legs. Yeah. Maybe you're. I just land on the hood. Maybe your destiny is to lose your legs though. And you eat lettuce and you get hit by a car and lose your legs. legs Or you you eat the beatus and you lose your legs either way. Uh, it can be some weird shit bef- like that. Like if I lose my legs before I spend money on tattoos on my legs. You're fighting the beatus, but you're going to lose your legs. That's the. That's the conundrum. Like man. after I get my legs tattooed and I have to get cut off, do I keep them? I don't know if they let you. I don't think they would let you. Like you have to get a big old like plexiglass fish tank or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know put if they let you. They're like a cryo tank like for them. Oh. That'd be sweet. You come I don't think house, it has to be at temperature. Like a little bubbly tank. Nah, I think you can just put it in formaldehyde or whatever, but does it have to be drained of whatever? Like I don't know. Rasputin, How would I keep my legs? Rasputin's dick is floating around in a jar. I'm pretty sure you can put your legs in whatever that shit is. Whatever the babies and snakes are in and creepy. That'd be movies. a weird art piece, huh? You just need to get some you need to get you some weird, legs like off? religious exemption. Because the uh, doctors yeah. are probably like by law gonna have to dispose of it, but if you had like some religious They're thing, mine, they said, can't. like I you know, this is my Like they try and give you the placenta after you have a baby and shit, you know. You know like, what'd be kinda should, cool? Be is legs. if you made a wax you uh, that looked like it was sitting on the edge of like a pool or some shit, but that yeah. was a formaldehyde. So your yeah, yeah. real legs were at the bottom of the wax you where the thighs connected. So like it would sit. But they're really like in my you. pool. But it's like really, my pool is yeah. just full of formaldehyde. Not your pool, but like a display. Okay, nobody uses that goes next anyway. to the jukebox. That's the biggest waste. So of money. even when you die. Like instead of propping you by the jukebox, they have the wax you mm. or the wax you goes away and they put the real you. Is that there. my name is Wax Tutor Online? Yeah, see? Jesus Christ. A. It all, all makes sense, bro. <laughs> A. We have radically different definitions of cool. <laughs> and B, this like that out of the way. a couple of weeks ago, like I was the only one that was team jukebox, and now you want to prop his body next to a jukebox. No, I, I'm, I'm trying to. What are you talking about? Destiny. The jukebox. I was never against the jukebox. 
He's gonna be in a wrestling sing- singlet. I wanted. I want to be. I want to be fucking. I want Jenna Corbett to stuff me like tur- you know do the uh, taxidermy. She'll on me. stuff you while you're still alive if you want, bro. <laughs> I know. Probably Just strap some shit on. <laughs> She's fucking been talking to herself for about eight months. Hadn't seen one person. <laughs> the zipper face. She's yeah. gonna get you. Happy birthday, Bill uh, Smith! One more time, just because this is for the masses. Yeah. 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 About my private. birthday. When's your birthday? I, I turned forty. When? The thir- April thirtieth. Did, Did we you? do my birthday? No, I said I said happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brad. No, you didn't. I don't. Don't. I don't celebrate my birthday. Don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. Yeah. Jukebox. Um, I'm about to celebrate this whiskey, though. Oh yeah. yeah. So we have. Uh, I had to clear my palate with some smart water. Kikori whiskey, product of Japan. Smells. Uh, 41 percent alcohol so a little it's got bit, that piss color like i was talking about too yeah it's, it's a lot of the times the like japanese the, whiskey the is kind of hot i don't fuck around i mean i don't fuck around. and it's a corn it's samurai whiskey, whiskey which is odd yeah. Ooh, that's good it was crazy that's, that's good, good. Ooh, ooh, that's, that's really, really good oh shit that motherfucker was I, smooth. That's not that what I thought was gonna happen. I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be like the. There's like cherry like, notes. Very smooth. Oh man, wow, that is some good shit right there. That does not taste mother, like any other Japanese like whiskey just, we it, have down it here. Sm- it felt like I just like swallowed some butter. Like it was just like, like just like no. It, and you're right. It's a like water slide like down my. But throat. there is like a buttery, yeah, cherry. Like it, it's like a dessert whiskey. Yeah! Wow. It tastes like it already. It tastes like it's already on the rock. Brent was hating on it right away and like fucking just like <laughs> well, fucking just. It's because we just <coughs> talked about in the bonus. No, 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 no yeah, and they, and they are. Yeah, it's not a very dark whiskey. Hot, the color's not there, so you feel like it's not. That was be, there's like a weird skunky aftertaste. That was not hot at all. I it was that super one. smooth. It was just smooth as fuck. That was really so smooth. smooth. From from corn, I thought it was like water. Whiskey, I thought that's it was water. Trip. Like it, it almost tastes like water until you like got the aftertaste, and it was Kikori just like whiskey. That's no. All those it's, hits. it's eighty-nine proof too, and it did no, not no, no. seem that way. Eighty-nine proof. That's what it says. Forty-one. Forty-one proof. Forty-one percent. Eighty-nine proof. Oh, eighty-nine 41%. proof. Okay. Or not forty-one. Oh, that fucked me up. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Half of eighty-nine is not forty-one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong really good. Um, you tell me you're wrong. <laughs> eighty-two proof. Eighty-two proof. That's a nine. That's a nine. Negro, that's a two. <laughs> he said Negro. Let me see it. Let me see it. <laughs> I'm take it to a vote. I mean, I am wearing some Rite Aid glasses. You got some real font, ones. That's a two. two. Let me see that shit again. That's the font. It's 41%. You're not seeing the bottom lip. Yeah. Uh, Japanese bottom. people are good at math, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> it was a funny font. It was a funny font. Yeah. Oh, you know two. what I've seen? Yeah, I was seeing that line. <laughs> you missed yeah, the, that line. You missed the I bottom. Still see it. You missed the bottom part of the two. Well, fuck, man. Yeah. No, it's that see? I saw the top of the two touching yeah. the neck of the two. Yeah, yeah. Just say come on there also. Can neck. you find it on there? <laughs> hey, bro. I'm trying to let that be your little secret, but if you want to bring it to the forefront, it's good marketing, if nothing else. If you just roll with it. That's how it was, it was always supposed to be that way, Brent. I knew you'd say that, but I bet if I went, I don't know. It was always supposed to be that way. <laughs> yeah. That's just it's the name. Predetermined. You officially get the fucking dark side sign just printed that way. Yeah. Man, I'm taking a picture of that bottle so I don't forget what it is. Yeah, that shit was good. You're gonna have to make sure we open. That was really different brand. I I straight up, I was expecting something completely different. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Look how dope this label is, though. This one's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try Uh, to track that one. That color blue. That's good. Yeah, that's fucking man. And like now, I've had some really good rye whiskeys, and before I always hated rye. Like now, I'm like, oh fuck, like rye. There's some good rye. Mm. 
I took a, I'm skin. in the same camp with bourbon. I used to fucking hate bourbon. And now that we've had so many good bourbons, I'm like, I don't, yeah. it's still not what I'm going to, it's not my go-to. If no, I'm no, no. Store, yeah. I'm but not going to buy yeah. a bourbon, yeah. but there's delicious bourbon. Yeah. No, I, I like mm. scotch. I buy scotches. I buy right. non-peated scotches. Because um, I wouldn't buy a Japanese whiskey, but I will buy this Japanese whiskey. You did buy one, delicious. though, for me. I, took a, I did buy one for you, <laughs> but I wouldn't buy one for myself. Uh, Justin and Angela came to town. I took in the Weicho. But you would buy that one. See? Yeah. I took a, I, yeah, I but you like the it. Nobushi, too. But that's not Japanese. That is Japanese. Oh, you're right. I do have Is it really Nobushi. Japanese, though? No, the it Nobushi is. is. It really is? The Nobushi is Japanese. Yeah. I know yeah. it has that name. I, there's I actually I have a bottle of Nobushi, yeah. so you've yeah. already made me a liar. I have one, too, yeah. It's a good thing we're doing because you know, like Baller, because I'm a liar. Yeah, Baller says uh, says California on the back of Baller. Yeah, Baller. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Baller has the yeah, samurai on the. Yeah, I caught. I Brad's caught reading, Nobushi. but I don't know if you guys can hear it. He's away from the desk. I got Nobushi yeah. on uh, on sale. He's away from keyboard. It's AFK. Yeah. I'm back. I'm not putting my headphones on though. I can't hear you. What's that? <laughs> that's the Nobushi. Who made you that glass? Josh Burton's wife. Oh, yeah? Ex-wife, I don't know. I want to see the Nobushi reaction. I think it's been I haven't had it since you've had it, yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. Damn, that shit's fucking I think good. Chris Farrell's giving dude. me his Nobushi, Nobushi bottle because he doesn't like it. What? He like bought one, idiot. opened it, drank some. He's like, I don't really care for it. You can have it. And he like took a picture. He's like, next time you come to my office, just grab this. I was like, okay, I will grab that. This motherfucker's smooth as shit, too, too, dude. Fuck, so good, dude. Fuck, I might have to. Bevmo. I need to look how much money I got. We got to put it against the Olsen twins. That might be my my night night time tonight. Might be some Nobushi. That motherfucker's good. I'd be night night time right now, bro. I need to do a library checkout on these. Fuck. <coughs> Damn, I don't know, man. <laughs> that Nobushi, no, it's, it's this is good, but I think Nobushi, Nobushi has more flavor. Yeah. Nobushi has a good flavor. That one's got a good flavor too, though. It's got a lot of flavor. That one had, had like a buttery. Like I'm gonna a, say right like now, buttery. like live, so that I don't fucking forget. Because everyone always asks, like, what's your favorite? That is fucking close, man. Like the Nobushi, the Nobushi. Yeah, but that Dalmore so good, 15 dude. is like the Dalmore 12 is probably. I mean, Dalmore 12, dude. But the the Bianchi, Bianchi, whatever that is, man. Which one's Damn it. Oh, in the black. The Lost <laughs> Distillers. The Lost Distillers. Go yeah. grab it, Brad. Let's do this. Right, Go get it. Let's on. try it. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the the two who haven't slept for three days. No shit, right? Get all fucking drunk. I got a, co- I got a cookie in me though. Oh, not very much in there. Sammy, you gotta re up us, bro. Don't we can't dust the bottle though. No, I'm, I'm just a little bit, little bit. Let's see. Which one is this? The, the uh, Bianchi, Bianchi, Bianchi. The Lost Distillers, Lost Distillery. All right, goddamn it. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Brad? we've put a hurt on that bottle. Yeah, we definitely have liked it. I think Brad, maybe specifically. Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. We are so lucky. God damn it. That is so good, dude. That is so good. Oh, oh my God. It's still like waving. Yeah. Oh. Man, I don't know. The no, no Bushi, like, because how much does this shit cost, though? Like, for the price? Cause you can I, get think, I think the Banachi is definitely a price point higher than Nobushi, but the Nobushi is not cheap. I think Nobushi's it's 80 bucks. Like Nobushi's 80 bucks. It's only yeah. like 89. I got it on a crazy sale for we like got 50 47, bucks. Yeah, yeah. 47. Yeah. 47. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I got mine for yeah for forty seven is what yeah. I got it for, dude. Mm. All of those are fucking just great, damn. dude. And <laughs> I took the clink with this navigator, and that's fucking great. Navigator's too. great. 
Jesus, it's in Christ. a different category than these. The Navigator is a step. I wish, down. yeah, I wish it like, I wish we could capture the <coughs> fucking memory of it. I just don't like when we drink this stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I know, I know, I, I like remember. It. I like it. Yeah, I remember. I like it, but like yeah. until you relive it, you're like, shit, man. Those I'm, are like, those are so fucking smooth. Yeah, like you, people who don't drink whiskey or don't like hard alcohol that, don't understand. Like, man. like feel like oh if i drank this it's gonna burn you know like like I think, shitty, I think shitty people that alcohol, are like, like i don't burns. like whiskey is because they went to a bar and fucking someone gave them jack yeah they got jack daniels or Jim and they're Beam like Ugh. Or, yeah. yeah like ooh, this is rough this tastes like a cleaner it tastes like fucking you're supposed to put this in the sink and clean yeah. some shit or that it's like it's from rite aid you're supposed to put it on a cut <laughs> i mean it's like medicinal or it's a it's an industrial cleaner man i didn't even drink very much and that shit went to my head right now yeah all right yeah. i got saucy dave Hmm. Saucy Dave. Oh, got a hot sack? Yeah, we do. Well, not really a hot sack. We're doing a random ass prize. Brought to you by Elikateco. Random ass like, sack. Yeah, a random it's ass sack. I think it's good, sack. too. This is the punk rock fucking. We're just fucking going off, off yeah. kilter here. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. hot sack, but it includes some fat boys. Yeah, it includes From a some fat boys. That'd be a good candy. Disorder. Fat boys. Fat boys oh, would yeah. be. Yeah. Like, like almost like a, like a brookie. You call them fat boys. Mm hmm. Ooh, that's, I'm put my laptop out here. <laughs> my, my, my little domain. So it's going to, uh, it's going to Jacob Gaddy. You, uh, is, that, is that how you say it? It's G-A-D-D-Y. It's Addy, Daddy, Gaddy. Daddy, Gaddy, Patty. Daddy, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah Daddy, Gaddy. So Jacob yeah. Gaddy. Jacob getting Daddy, it, Gaddy. Um, whether you've ever seen Disorderlies or not, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> Whether you have to, anything that will play, a you DVD. owe it to yourself to watch that fucking DVD. Um, you should do a watch party. If you've never seen it, man, are you in for a treat? That Let's is see. a great movie. Obviously, fatboys.com is taken, but fatboys I can't even spell right now because of the whiskey or the uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> fatboys candy is available, and you can totally get fatboys candy. God, I have so many domains though, bro, and they go nowhere. I got like fuck the Kowalskis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so much shit in there. Yeah. We've done some stuff with a few of them. And as always, uh, we want to thank our patrons. I know we've been uh, away for two and a half weeks. Um, comes up in the summer outside lives. It's been crazy. Yeah, man. Like chasing fucking graduations and fucking yeah. and I'm sad fucking stuff. Still and sick. out of town. Like, I don't sick. know how long my voice is going to hold out. but uh, CG's up there dying. Our, our patrons are still uh, going strong. Uh, you keep uh, giving us support. A lot of you reached out to me when my poor uh, pup died. So I do appreciate that love that that came my way. Um, and uh, if you want to uh, become a patron, get our bonus episodes. We just had a 45-minute discussion about uh, predetermination and uh, the nature of the quantum universe. I love yeah. that kind which of Which we actually I did. Like, like, yeah, you, you, probably, you probably think I'm busting balls, but that was actually what we talked about. I mean, that, that's a, that's that how you could label Brent. that one. We could cut that part out yeah, and just be could. like, it's an episode. Like, and we talked about Brent... Uh, and his hairballs as yeah. well. But uh, hairballs, anyway, hairballs. You get uh, those bonus yeah. episodes every Prometheus, week. Prometheus uh, disappointed us yeah. that episode. For just a dollar. Oh, Prometheus uh, Rascal Cock. Yeah. That's the name. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's the different one. Yeah. Oh, okay. For just a dollar, you get the bonus episodes. What about Prometheus Hasselhoff? Money, you get more <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's good. So too. thank you, patrons, uh, for uh, patroning us. I do yeah. have to appreciate our patrons, especially because I've talked to some other podcasts about stuff, and there's a lot of that whole sign up and cancel fucking bullshit going on. Like, yeah. get the fucking thing and run. And you guys are fucking solid, man. Like, yeah, hanging so with us just when like we got shit going on in life, and like, there's yeah. nothing we could do to get that fucking episode out. Like, you know, we try to put out those classics that are pre, you know, 300 episodes on on Apple Music, mm. which 
a lot of it's kind of a good thing though. It does some help. people never some heard people them. haven't heard yeah. those. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's good stuff back there, and it's a bitch that you can't yeah. have all your podcasts just available. So um, you can if you yeah. go to selfkingpodcast.com. You can. That's true. Yeah, you can check it categorically, and you can just look yeah. at just aliens or just whatever you. Or want. Or if you become a patron, you can listen to all of our episodes. Yeah. on Patreon.com. Yeah, if you just want to hear about the fucking predetermined destiny and the fucking conceptualized virtual reality universe of fucking mm. you know all that crazy shit we just talked about, a dollar, one dollar, yep. and you could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Just don't go big McDonald's next time. I what we time. said. I'm going to have to listen to it again. Get yeah. a smaller coffee. Yeah. So that was predetermined. It was. And your father's so, love. Uh, predetermined destiny and your father's, and your father's love. love. If he was going to love right. you, he's going to love you. That's the truth of it. Right. But if he but, does love you, it's because you signed up as a patron yeah. and you're always going to be you're a patron. You're always going to be a patron. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the trick. Shit's crazy. Right. And you might be saying to yourself, I already have my father's love. My father loves me and we're very close. That's, That's not true. your real dad. For However, well, no, the thing is, like, he like. You know, say like a normal parent, say, you know, say a dad loves his uh, son or daughter, a 10 out of 10, very loving father. Right. Once you become a Patreon, he's got an 11th reason to love you. Mm-hmm. Like he's now he now loves you 11 out of 10. Also, so it's not that you're it's not that your dad doesn't love you right now. It's that your dad doesn't love you as deeply and robustly as he would if you were a patron. And you'll robustly. have an epiphanal moment of realization to know that you've never been loved. You think yeah. you've been loved up to this point, but oh, until true. you find that, then you'll be like, like, oh, that was This is love? love? This what is was that? Love. This is love. That only cost me a dollar, yeah. you would say to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to your father, love? who now loves you. Baby, and would, don't hurt me. Yeah. I signed up for Patreon. Me. You know what I mean? No I did it. I'm just paying me a dollar. I'm paying you guys 32 cents. <laughs> nice. Just to get yeah. your father's yeah. love. Get, yeah. Nice. I lost yeah. a little bit in transaction fees yeah, and shit, but. Yeah. Well, that's just to get your father's love. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need it because Fuzzy's dead. There's so. people I know that need a dad because they can't catch and oh, shit. Oh fuck, you know what? That's so why I signed them up. <laughs> like they can't if I gave a dollar, <laughs> even though Fuzzy's dead, I right. bet like all of a sudden I would have a deep realization of, of how much he truly loved yeah, me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I never yeah. even realized. You remember that. the time where he played catch? Exactly. Yeah. As soon as I gave that mm-hmm. dollar, all those memories like, would come I've back. It'd be like the love. smell of this. This memories. Exactly. Yeah. This <laughs> memories, bro. Yeah. I like it. Oh, actually, yeah. that's our candle company, Smemory. <laughs> this one smells like old roller rink. Uh, it smells like Skateland yeah, yeah. in the 80s. Pickles. Yeah. Fucking not, not regular pickles. Well, that's a big pickle. Yeah. That's a crazy yeah. word. It's yeah. a <laughs> and as always, we are a founding member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. So go to podbelly.com to find all of your podcast needs. Uh, I'm not going to say much more about that because I want to... Somebody bought a two-day banners banner for the record. So, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Thank you. I used our own code on, on Printer Cheap. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, nice. $10, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but I got some business cards. Yeah. Memories. <laughs> That's a weird word. That's Memories. not used. It might be used. S in the front of it. And not available. Oh. Someone has fucking yeah, Someone's smem- got Smemories. Wow. Wow. That was an original wow. thought too, but apparently it wasn't. Man. Stupid. I give up. I was gonna put candles after, but fuck that. Someone's got there, there's isn't memories though. It's just it's just S memories. S memories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go to it and see what the fuck it is, bro. Yeah. It's probably for sale, I bet. I was oh, thinking that has something to do with like s'mores. Yeah, that's what it makes me think. That's why I was like, it's so clever, it's so close to s'mores. So that would of course be your best selling candle. Oh yeah, the s'mores uh, memory. Mm-hmm. If it's candles, I'm going to be pissed, especially if it's nostalgic candles. Sweet memories at smemories.com. That's, that's, that's bad some marketing. bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's real bad, bad marketing. Yeah, that's real bad. Our oh, smemories. You know what? Is it's good. a fucking yeah. Russian photography site. That is weird. It's Russian. 
Yeah, don't fuck are these with memories? Yeah, I'm navigating away, slowly back away. Not secure. <laughs> S memory. I told yeah. you it was S memories. No SSL. I told you it was S yeah. memories. <clears throat> yeah, sweet memories. You got no SSL cert because yeah. that's some bullshit. I'm just gonna hack you. All right. So our topic today. Fuck those Russians. Um, I don't remember where we came upon the topic. <sighs> Maybe who Walter knows? fucking suggested this. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember who suggested it. Someone threw it out there, and I was like, you know what? We haven't done that. It was. It was suggested to me, and I immediately threw it into the, our group text just so I wouldn't forget um, because right. I knew we were going to need a new topic, right. which we're immediately going to need a new topic. Like, yeah, we are. I was we thinking about that. I was like, tomorrow. I'm going to have to cut all this shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go to my daughter's graduation, <laughs> yeah. like knock that shit out, and then it's like time to fucking go again. Like yeah. we got to research some shit. <laughs> right. So, uh, but it's Henry Rollins. Um, I, will, um, I will admit I, I love Henry Rollins. But I've never been a fan of his music. I'm I can't, even, I like I can't even say I'm not a fan of his music. His you don't listen his to style music. of music is not is the style of music that I gravitate toward. Like some within, Henry Rollins band yeah. stuff. You don't like Henry Rollins from back in the day. You don't like white people. But here's the thing, though. Like what I, I sort of conflate it. Just feel with, that way a little bit. Like there's a <laughs> there's a certain like the era that he comes from. Yeah, yeah. and the the sound that he comes yeah, from. Good for white people. Time. I generally don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. punk music. I'm not a fan of punk music. I'm not you know what? I'm like Black Flag. When I was re-listening to it, I was like, oh, this isn't what i thought it was going to be it's not like like this it's not regular old the, punk it's there's something like, yeah. else you know to what's it. wild about black flag is, is like from a, a design like marketing perspective and brand is their logo you're like fuck their logo like you know Brilliant, their logo yeah, like the think stripes, of another band yeah. that you know their logo mm, i no. think some i mean prince like you know like prince, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a symbol right. for his they're, name they're, yeah but think of another band that has like a recognizable logo you know their name but you don't really know yeah. their logo you see black flag you know that shit like you know pepsi for yeah. sure. i mean like you yeah. see that and it's recognizable and surprisingly yeah because i don't even listen to punk and i know yeah the black flag logo. and a bunch right. of like, oh a uh, bad religion you would know theirs yeah you know what i mean like there's a couple punk Dead Kennedys, stuff see. like that yeah. but you wouldn't think that they went about it from a marketing aspect and i watched some interviews and shit with them and they did they were like logo logo they brand knew. brand brand yeah. they knew what they were they doing knew. and it's yeah. kind of trippy because as, really as, as soon as man. he He's joined as soon as he joined black flag he got the tattoo on his arm and on the back of his neck like intentionally yeah. so that anyone who saw him that was a brand knew, yeah, yeah was, i did think brand. about something and maybe i'm just maybe this does exist but i don't think so i feel like the, no one no other subculture of music is so fucking like live it like so fucking no. for it like that punk music is like no, where people no, are like not at all like you can think about maybe hip hop or something, but like there's not like some guys. I mean, there probably is a guy, but not in cont- a whole subculture of country music where there's a bunch of fucking dudes that are like, yeah, man, the fucking old Waylon Jennings fucking thing, and we're gonna get together and wear Waylon Jennings jackets and shit. Yeah. Where punk is like the style of it and the fucking culture of it, like the clothing, the dress, the fucking everything about it. I would say I would say hip hop is is the hip-hop's same way. The closest, but hip hop. I mean. The no, diff- country's there, dude. People do that. Here's the they distinction. They wear boots and shit, but not like punk. It's not a subculture, though. I mean, maybe like there's a bunch of people that don't really fucking ride horses and shit to listen to that, but punk feels is. Like, more fucking well, here, here's extreme. Where, here's where I'm going, though, is that, and I, I, it'll come up at some point in the notes, <clears throat> like at some point, even when Henry Rollins said that he first saw Black Flag perform because he wasn't the original singer. <laughs> yeah. Like his quote was something like, I've never, I had never seen a band do what they did and just literally leave it all on stage. Like they gave every ounce of energy that they had and they just tore up the place like that anger 
and that want to destroy he is has, like present in, on stage. And that's like, you're not getting that from a, like for many it, other musical styles. And, and also him specifically, like his personality, like he has a disposition for like, that's what fuels his fire. Yes. Like I just listened to the three hour fucking episode of him on Rogan. And it was like mm. really cool because you learn so many weird little personal. He's fucking very intelligent things. and he's very he's published well 27 Fuck, books. Yeah, dude. It's fucking crazy. So he's on Rogan. He's talking about, like he's mad he's like i'll show them i'll show them like i fucking like so i'm like you think the guy in high school or you think this or they say that i can't do it and then i'll do it they say i can't do 77 shows in 77 days and i'll do it and then joe rogan's like but but who's they man like who is someone saying <laughs> that to they? you at this point he's like hell no man it's just like fucking self-imposed bro but he's like i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna show them they show I'm they gonna tell show me them. i can't do it yeah. i'm going and he's to, so yeah. he, he fuels himself with almost like he i think he to quote him he said like vengeance um but it's like not real it's like he's vengeful without the actual like origin story other than maybe he like lets kids from school when he was younger or his parents or things like that fuel this thing that he's utilizing vengeance somehow right or revenge but it's not real because it's like that was 50 years ago well the thing is though it's also it's i think the reason that he's important and the reason i know a lot about him even though i didn't listen to his music is because being 50 yeah being smack dab in the middle of generation it was your generation X, yeah this i mean this what he was part of the mouthpiece of the frustration of the generation yeah it's like henry rollins nwa fuck the world fuck the police fuck your belief system yeah. the world is fucked we don't stand a chance you know we're never gonna be like the greatest generation we're never gonna own a house we're never and you know ironically things are even worse for the next generation right. you know yeah. but they don't have that rage like generation x was full of fucking rage know, man. and piss and vinegar and yeah. henry rollins was at the forefront of that like that I, like spoken people, word shit yeah, yeah people like, point to like kurt cobain as being like the key of generation x hmm. he didn't present that rage and anger that generation x often had like and again it's why and he did us they did a song with public enemy public enemy had that rage right you yeah. know but even more than nwa yeah, the did. political yeah. Like undertones that, yeah and, and it's like that that's not even undertones that like, that was a big in your face part of generation x at least my experience of being an xer yeah. and that's why i because even though i didn't like his music and that's like and that's, most of my friends <laughs> did and i didn't skate and it was yeah. kind of a skater thing you'd listen to black yeah. flag and that was that kind of a you know punk rock skating culture and most of my friends did that and i wasn't into that that vibe but i still knew that i and that's probably philosoph yeah. you know philosophically yeah, yeah, yeah. i aligned with henry that, that might be where i'm at too because i'm i'm actually a millennial right I'm, but i'm right on the cusp yes. of gen x yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i'm still more like gen x relatable like sure. i'm always fucking like sure. i have that same thing like the music i listened to growing mm -hmm. up was that way you know what i mean yeah the resistance know, yeah. the fucking you know uh, you know, fuck the man, you know, fucking whatever it was, you know, just, I and even always... though it's, it's a weird, like right now in my brain, I'm making a correlation. Like I feel like Eminem only exists because of Henry Rollins. Uh... Like, I feel like that the rate, just the rage in the voice, like that, the raw spitting anger that Eminem delivers. I don't think just because feels, of Henry Rollins. No, but I, I think, think that, that definitely paved the way I for think yeah, he paved the way. For, I, I don't know. I feel I, right now. I'm feeling a connection between Henry Rollins and and you know Eminem what's that sure. I've never yeah, felt yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's fucking wild is like uh, like the Martha Stewart Snoop Dogg shit. Like yeah. it's uh, Henry Rollins, and I don't know if it's in your notes. I didn't actually read your notes this time. Um, Ooh. but he uh, he's fucking Ooh. like best friends with William Shatner. Yeah, he is. That's yeah. a fucking weird shit. Well, Henry Rollins is like yeah, yeah, and Henry Rollins is like just a fucking 
fucking like cool normal dude too. Yeah. Like he's fucking, but he has but like he has, so, a social thing where he he's not married. He doesn't have kids. Yeah. He doesn't want to fucking hang out with anyone. Yeah. But the one exception he hasn't had a relationship is, since he was twenty. Yeah. He goes to to William Shatner's house. I can't remember. If it, I think it's Thanksgiving because that that's when that's football shit, right? When football is going on mm-hmm. or is it yeah. Christmas? Well, Thanksgiving that, around that time. So yeah. William Shatner invites him over. So every Winter. year since two thousand three, he goes to William Shatner's house. I think for Thanksgiving. For the holidays, and he Probably, goes and hangs yeah. out and watches football. He's like, I don't know what a running back does. I have no idea. That's He's fantastic. like, but I hang out with uh, with Bill, and we fucking talk, and we get along, and I fucking love him, and his wife's amazing, and this and that. And it's like that's the one exception. He's like, otherwise, he's like, if you're in jail and you need me to come bail you out, and it's three hours away, I'm fucking there. I'll come save the day. I'll be a dog with the barrel of alcohol on my neck in the snow, and I'll come fucking save your ass. But don't ask me to meet your family, and I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I was like, that is the fucking strangest disposition. That is fucking funny. Like he has all the qualities of the best friend in the world that's going to save your ass help you move but he doesn't want to fucking hang yeah. out and he doesn't want to hang out with you and your friends i get that he just man. goes yeah, home. Just Dave. <laughs> yeah what was it he, he explained it. he's like it's that. so efficient he's like i can do henry's shit he's like i don't want to fucking have the awkward thing of like doing this and doing some shit that i don't want to do yeah he's like He's like, I dated a girl one time. She's like, what do you want to do tonight? He's like, I don't know. You want to watch me write for four hours? Right. Because <laughs> I'm going to fucking, that's what I'm going to do tonight. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like, if you don't want to do that, then maybe we're not going to hang out because yeah. that's what I want to do tonight. And he's so used to doing it. He's, you know, he's pushing fucking 60 or something now yeah. probably. And he just he can't do it. He just don't want to do it. He does what he wants to do yeah. and there's no way to get him out of that phone. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of sure. the fucking, like, I feel like that's the way people should live you do what you want to do yeah live yeah. your life people you know? live their life for other people you know what i mean like you get married and you live your life for your wife what your wife wants to do or you, or you're doing shit that your family wants you to do or you're do, you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. I feel, like I want, i've been one all week to be doing fucking uh finish reading this book that I'm, yeah. reading, I'm actually fucking into the alchemist super good book so far and i'm, I'm like actually it's very rare i just read the elephant whisperer a while back and i got hooked on it and wanted to finish it mm-hmm. and that's just it's rare for me to want to finish a book yeah i've like broken out of my page 61 thing and now i'm trying to finish this one nice. i fucking i can't get i'm like all i want to do is read like yeah. fucking 100 right. more pages yeah and i'm like actually knocking this is funny you're gonna laugh and be like 30 pages a night i'm like oh shit because normally i'm like 10 pages I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed, and I do no, my whole. Thirty pages can, a night is no joke. Yeah, so I was like, I, I was like, I just knocked out thirty pages. Of this fucking yeah, book. Good, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna do this, but I can't find the time because I'm doing everything else, yeah, everything right. else in life. And right. I'm like, I just want to read this fucking book tonight, yeah. or I just want to do this fucking like uh, tutorial for Adobe. Like I was trying to get through the shit, and I just can't do the things that I want to do ever. Yeah, because I'm doing all the other fucking shit that I have to fucking yeah, do. Yeah, it's like yeah, and I feel like that's where people go wrong, you know, not saying that's how it is for you always, but you know, you're stuck in a moment in time. Yeah. But I feel like, like I've gotten to that point where it's like, you know, I want to do the shit I want to do. Right. And that's what I'm doing, you know? And I feel that like, and that that's, that's maybe, you know, Henry Rollins is an extreme case, but you can learn from him. You know what I mean? Like you can take that and be like, this is what you should be doing. Right. You know what I mean? This is the life you should be living. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck everybody else, what everybody else wants and all their, you know, fucking wants and needs and they, how they, how they think you should be living and why'd you buy that and why'd you do this and right. fucking, hey, fuck off. I'm Dude, happy. I'm doing it. I got to you know? give him credit too. I also watched his hot ones. Did you see that? He, he did hot ones and he fucking mm. makes it. He's like, I did, but I don't remember it. Yeah, he made it the whole fucking thing. It. I'm he gonna fucking have to handled it. it. Yeah, he was good. I'm and he's funny at the end. It. it almost like knocks the fucking table down, and yeah. then he gets the fucking. Yeah. Dude to spank him taste, with the fucking wood. Fred doesn't paddle. have any taste buds. You know what I mean? Like, there's gone. 
From what? From, from drinking. Punk screaming? Yeah, the drinking. Yeah, I wonder because like he's pretty straight he doesn't edge. Drink. He's straight he's edge right now. Edge, I don't know yeah. what he did back then, but he's yeah. straight edge as fuck right now. He's he straight even, edge. I he think, doesn't even cuss. I think he's. That's weird. I think I read somewhere feel, that he it didn't started. Feel weird though. He's, maybe it was just support. He was a huge advocate for for uh, marijuana legalization, and he still is. Um, and the article was implying that he might smoke. Right. He must have. It's but so, I mean, he might not. You might guy, be yeah. a big advocate. I mean, a lot of those straight edge back He's a big advocate. He's a huge advocate for gay rights and gay marriage, and he's not gay. I mean, you know, it's. Yeah, he can be an advocate definitely for be an advocate and, and, yeah. and push for it. But I, mean, I remember a, a bunch of my punk rock friends had the fucking X's on their hands, and they're mm-hmm. all straight edge and didn't drink and didn't do yeah, all that shit. Yeah. So maybe. So the hmm. there's a, I have a link in the show notes. There's a website called bigthink.com, and that's backslash something or other with henry rollins mm. but it's a cool site if you haven't really heard him if you don't know his philosophies or how he talks and it's just little it's a, a bunch of little like two to seven minute videos where it's just him on the black screen and he's just talking about politics or about money or about whatever and if you really wanted a quick introduction to like how he thinks and how he articulates it that would be a good link to go to to mm. to find i think there's two stuff. rogan episodes those are really good there is it's surprisingly though man there was not like a biography channel or a fucking actual real documentary of the life and times of it's Henry Rollins. surprising and not surprising i guess i don't know i feel like there'd be just, something he seems somehow under the radar in spite of all of it, he just seems under the radar perpetually. Yeah, man. He was telling stories about like how he goes to auditions and shit. Like, cause now he's like doing some movie shit and he's like, man, you never know when you're just out of it. You know, he's like, I gotta, I just say yes to everything. You know, he's like, I go to a hundred auditions and 98 of them are no's. Yeah. Cause there's a bunch of young fucking Abercrombie and Fitch fucking yeah. chiseled guys with dipped in cologne. <laughs> right. He's like, and I'm the old guy in the room. He's like, but sometimes they say yes. Yeah. And so he's like, so I did, I was the voice of fucking infinity cars <laughs> for five years. Yeah. I was fucking oh, this wow. or that. He yeah. Did, yeah. He did a bunch of shit. Well, and and it's, that it's the same thing that you know fucking michael jordan and everybody says you know you hear all these fucking you know uh instagram flip buys you know where they're you know saying inspirational things you know and it's like without failure you you wouldn't succeed right and and that's the it's funny how simple he is though man like he was talking about what he eats and it's just like eggs brown rice and some soy sauce in a fucking cup and like water or like a salad and then some carrot juice. Like he eats super fucking clean. And like he was talking, Joe Rogan's like, well, you, why don't you have a better car? He drives a Mazda six and he, <laughs> he like, gets me where I'm going, bro. He's like, he's yeah. like, and so Joe, he's like, you can afford a really I mean, nice he's, car. I mean, really hard. that's kind of nice cool. Car? Like that's kind of punk rock. Like he yeah, doesn't yeah. fucking care. So, like, you know, uh, frugal. He's like, uh, yeah, he's like my, my CPA. Uh, he's like, I, I check in every once in a while. I don't count my money. I just, I just make the money and put it away. I buy my fucking little bit of groceries and I buy records. And he was like, and that's it. And he's like, I talked to my CPA, like, am I doing anything wrong? She's like, I feel like maybe you're not eating enough. Are you eating records? <laughs> like she was like, I doesn't yeah, look like you, you ever buy you need food. need to buy something. <laughs> you don't yeah. buy food, but you buy a lot of records. I don't understand when you're eating and what you're yeah. eating, but he eats like twice every three days or some what weird fucking fuck? shit. Yeah. And then he just listens to fucking seven inch records and does pull-ups from a beam in his front room and then push-ups the alternating days or something. I was like, fuck it. He is he lives a rock, prison man. life. He is, yeah. Dude. That's like that's almost fucking shit, weird so. though. Like yeah. that. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe that I'm wrong. Looks so aggressive, though. That guy makes you want to fight and work out, though. When you see, yeah. him. oh, for sure. He's fucking this dude's even like older. Like you just look oh, at yeah. him, and he's just the his face fucking, looks mean. He's got the fucking even, brows, dude. The, he was part of a I don't know National Geographic some channel. They were doing a study on like the warrior gene, mm-hmm. like the gene that you know that makes the, you aggressive. That or makes something. you aggressive that the army yeah. tries to select those people. Just gotta they, give them cap because they can kill without toxoplasmosis. You know, 
those soldiers that can kill without getting head fucked. Right. Like I had to kill that guy, you know, or they use pure aggression to kill right. and then yeah. they don't have the same psychological after effects yeah. that, a, that a typical yeah. person would have. A murderer. And apparently he's yeah. got that gene. Oh, and he, was, an- he was part of a of the show about it and studying. Oh, wow. That's cool. Cause he's super aggressive. He would fight his own audience members. Like oh, it's, it was yeah. one of the reasons that black flags started having problems. Cause the more famous <sighs> they got, the more he would fight people in his audience. Yeah. Joe was just laughing. Cause he was saying the craziest shit. He was just like, I just want to see you bleed, bro. He's like, He's like, it's not tit for tat. It's just fucking tat, tat, tat. I just want to do this <laughs> shit to see it fucking burn. Cause I want to watch it. And I was like, God, that's so weird. But then he's so like, philosophical and fucking humble and like modest about the other Mm. things. But at the same time, it's like, if you fucking wronged him, I feel like he's just going to punch in your fucking fucking mouth. Like a punk rock samurai, dude. Yeah. He was just punching your fucking (laughs) mouth. And you'd be like, I deserve that. Yeah. 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 And I'm okay with it. Now let's just hang out. Like, please don't hit me again. (laughs) So so his, uh, he was born in, uh, Washington, DC, 1961. Um, Jewish, Irish parents, uh, when he was three, Garfield. his parents got divorced and uh, he was raised by his mom. And I guess when he was really young, he still saw his dad on the weekends. But by the time he was in his teenage years, he like hadn't like he never saw his father again. His father just He's got my son's birthday, around. February 13th. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so, again, this is like Henry Rollins would benefit from being a patron. No, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like he as if he gave it. us a yeah. dollar a month, we should his reach out. dad would immediately yeah. reach out to him. Yeah. Um, come on here. As long as we're doing well on this, because yeah. it's too late now. He's going to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to yeah. be, yeah. we should have asked first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. We fucked up. So far we praised him though. We know? have. We have. Yeah. Well, there's not, I don't think there's anything bad to say about him. He so lives I guess, in LA. Yeah, he does. One of his, uh, I guess he had a really bad childhood, an unhappy childhood. Um, one of his uh, mom's boyfriends beat him and mentally abused him. He was depression. He had low self-esteem. Um, he was hyperactive. He was on Ritalin. So he was kind of a hot mess when he was when he was young. Um, and then apparently he uh, ended up um, having a, a teacher who got him into lifting weights. And he said that it completely like that was a defining moment in his right. life. It completely changed um, everything about his life. His quote was, um, for me, the weights were a major turning point in my life. When I was 14, I went from skinny, no presence, low self opinion to someone who could actually feel his feet in his shoes. When I found I could actually lift something that six weeks before I could not lift. It was the first time in my life that I ever felt a sense of achievement. That's a cool quote. I wonder yeah. if you made that up. I could feel my feet in my shoes. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Hmm, that might be him. Yeah, it might yeah, be that's him. That's kind of a cool He's quote. He's got a lot of cool phrases when he talks. Um, but uh, so, yeah, he, he gets into weightlifting and he also gets into literature. He goes to a, a I mean, his mom obviously wasn't doing bad financially because he went to an all-male prep school back east which costs a fucking shitload of money Mm -hmm. so it's not like they were poor you know that that he had plenty of struggles as a child uh one of them wasn't i don't believe money um if he went to an all-male yeah he said something on the rogan podcast about his parents or something that was going on and it did make me feel like his dad was an economist that's what it was because his dad that was what it was he said when he was like five or something he was in the car with his dad he was five years old 
and he was talking kid talk and he asked his dad if he was a communist and his dad didn't even flinch took his hand off the fucking steering wheel and shot <laughs> the fuck out of him <laughs> and kicked his ass out of the car at mom's house and sent him in the house and he was like crying and shit to his mom and she's like what happened dad hit me he's like why what happened he's like I, I asked him if he was a communist she's like oh well, yeah, okay. So this was a, <laughs> then she an slapped economist. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's an economist. But little kids, he's, you know, he's like, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's the word. It was just, that is fucking it's close. Funny. Um, and for the time, he's probably an older guy. Like, he was hated commies. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, and his, his, dad, his dad apparently wasn't a writer or anything. You know, yeah. they had like, he was like, just heard communist. Yeah. Didn't equate that yeah. to economist. And he said that, he didn't even correct him or talk about it. He just stopped no, the fuck slapped, out and pushed yeah, him out of the car. Great childhood, yeah. Yeah, yeah didn't adjust. Um, it wasn't a learning moment. So again, Henry, dollar yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah. He uh, really did love you. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to. You know, you got to earn it, basically. How cool would that be if he signed up for Patreon? <laughs> just for a dollar. dollar. Yeah. I'd only yeah. want him to be a dollar. You'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. would yeah. <laughs> um, be awesome. But then also at that school, he he developed a love for literature. Um, so he basically became, he's like, my dad doesn't understand words. I'm going to, I'm going to understand words. Exactly. He's very Uh, well read. And uh, Rogan brought up a book. He's like, I read that. He's like, I read that 22 years ago. I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. You read that 22 years ago. Yeah. yeah, I read thousands of books. Like, I don't understand. He knows he read that one 22 years ago. And he said that like with his spoken word and with his poetry that he writes and with the, the writing that he does, he says that he's like compelled to do it. He says he does. He gets no enjoyment out of writing. It's not like he enjoys the process. He said he doesn't like anything about the process, but he just has this thing in his head, and he's compelled to get it on paper. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, like, and he maybe said the you know, whole process is painful, and he doesn't enjoy it, but he has to do it. Maybe you know word counts and can equate this better. But he was talking to, uh, to Rogan. He said that he had just written a book. And this is 2019 when this interview was like pre-COVID, but he had just finished it up, and it was 407 thousand words or something. I was like, Jesus Christ, is that a lot? That sounds like a lot. It's half a million words. How many words per page and what the math is? To lose it. It's usually 250 words a page. Well, that's a fucking lot of that's pages, like then. The that's a, that's, that's still like 4,000 pages, maybe? Fucking shit. It was like a music anthology of some Unless sort. Unless I'm or off something. by a digit. It's either going to be 4,000 pages or 400 pages, but it sounds more like 4,000 pages. I don't know. It's not, yeah. 250 a page, then yeah, yeah 4,000 a yeah. page. <clears throat> Closer. Um, and it's a book about what? I think it's like a collection of some type of music anthology thing. That would be sort. worth yeah. reading. That would be cool. Um, Not if it's 4,000 pages. It's like the fucking Bible. There'd probably be multiple editions. Oh, maybe. Um, so he goes to See, University that, that of Washington. Okay, so if it's 250 pages, 250 words per page, at 400,000, it's 1,600 pages. 1,600 pages. Yeah. That's, That's why you're an English professor, That's not a math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 89%. And I use the calculator for yeah. the record, yeah. Um, he attended American University in Washington for one semester and he dropped out. Um, he did, you know, again, you know, 1920, whatever job he can fucking get. Welcome right. to the rat race. Um, he uh, became a roadie for some bands in D.C. The only one that got named was one called Teen Idols, which I'm guessing must have amounted to some small something yeah i watched some guy that was like brutally honest like basically like he loves henry rollins but told him this is fucking ridiculous like self-indulgent this is some ego-driven shit you said this then you said that and was like calling him out on contradictions but yeah he named the fucking band that he was in before black flag and i can't remember what it was but apparently it was pretty good 
action. state of the art or state of the state of alert. I think that is it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. But this, he was a, he was a roadie for this band. Okay. And then at one point the singer got sick or dropped out or something. And then he just filled in cause he knew the songs cause he had been a right. roadie. So he heard it every single night and everybody was like, Oh, this fucker can actually like deliver. Right. And then he created his own band, uh, uh, state of alert. S O a, um, and they released an EP in 1981 called no policy. Um, so this is weird. I thought this was a cool little detail. The drummer of this band um, was uh, named Ivor Hansen, and his father was the top admiral in the U.S. Navy, Dang. and apparently the head of the Navy and the vice president of the United States live in the Naval Observatory. So the state of alert held their band practices in the vice president of the United States' house. Fucking shit. That's, <laughs> that's pretty punk. cool. That's pretty punk rock. Fuck I'm yeah. sorry. And they're just raging. Fuck the government. Exactly. Fuck the government. That's Fucking so just going awesome. after it. Yeah. That's hot shit. One of my first bands was in an airplane hangar. And then we got in trouble for too much noise. I was like, how in the fuck? Who is there, like, <laughs> the airplane? Who yeah. called well, on well, us? I think what happened was there were just like, there's a band playing somewhere. And then they drove over, like, how did you get in here? And then right. we were like, oh, well, this is such and such a hangar. We have band practice here. They're, they're like, yeah, but how did you get in here? Whose dad is it or whatever? And we're like, his. But how did you just get in here? Did you go let them in? No. So they have the code too. And it was like security problem. Uh, and then we got uh, in trouble and fucking couldn't practice yeah. anymore. So uh, he was the whole reason, I guess, that State of Alert was able to continue going because he was the assistant manager at a Hagen dazs mm, which I can't uh. picture a 20-year-old <laughs> shaved-headed Henry Rollins being assistant manager at a Hagen dazs He liked his ice cream. What yeah. can you say? Um, but then, so in 1980, a friend of, him, a friend of his gave him um, a copy of uh, Black Flag's EP, Nervous Breakdown, and when Black Flag started, it had a different uh, singer, which I, I was unaware of that. There's been, there was two other singers. Other oh, than were there? Yeah. Okay. So um, he ended up starting uh, writing letters uh, to members of the band and struck up like a, a pen pal friendship with members of the band and then basically said, hey, if you guys are ever touring on the East Coast, you need a place to crash in D.C., um, you can stay with me. Like I live with my mom, but you can, we have a big ass house and you can stay here. So they took him up on it. Right. And, uh, so he met the members of the band, got to be friends with them. And, um, and they, they were pretty big Southern in the California. scene and well known at that point. Yeah. Too. They were yeah. pretty, they were pretty well known. Um, and then, uh, while they were doing that tour in 81, he attended as many of his shows as he could attend. And, uh, his quote was, this is what I was talking about earlier. I had never seen anyone play like that before. It was like they were trying to break themselves into pieces with the music. It was one of the most powerful things I'd ever seen. There was not a second wasted on stage. Their songs were devoid of filler. The urgency of the music and the playing was unsettling. Made me wonder what planet they came from. I wanted to move there immediately. Yeah. Um, he hmm. said, yeah, what I, on the thing on Rogan, he said that he, it was something he didn't know existed, but knew that it was everything he ever wanted or something right. at the same time. Like he had a really good analogy of like, I don't know, like as soon as he had the microphone in his hand and was up there that he just felt like this is where this I belong. Is it, yeah. like, this is like, I feel at the stasis moment of like, yeah. I'm floating right, right now and I'm good. This is yeah. where I should be. 
I just love that line that they were trying to break themselves into pieces yeah. with the music. He's a poetic motherfucker yeah. for sure. He's well spoken. So um, he goes, he drives to New York one night to catch a Black Flag concert, and uh, the um, he shouted from the front row that he wanted him to sing "Clocked In," which was his favorite of their songs. And the lead singer uh, said, "Fuck you! You get up here and sing it." Um, so Henry Rollins jumped Fuck up, you, I and, will, and sang it. You know. And uh, apparently he just fucking, you know, knocked the roof off of the place. And then the shortly singer just after, left. well, he no, was, the, the, no, he wanted to play guitar. The, he wanted to be, he wanted to be a guitarist for the band, not the singer. Oh. I think he just stepped so up. He to be singer just he's like, he's like, Oh, we just found a new singer. He was like, dude, I've been trying to get out of this gig. Yeah. Like, do you want it? And that's then, why he's like, you sing it. You come yeah, up here and sing exactly, it. Fuck yeah. We found a exactly. singer. Got and it. then, which I thought was an interesting move. He said that he would, but not yet. So he joined their tour as a roadie because he knew that if I do that, I'll learn all their songs intimately. So if I'm part of the set and I'm helping with the fucking instrument swaps and whatever, I'll learn all their shit so I can fully naturally. And one of the things I watched that was like the interaction with him and his Hagenau's manager where he's like, yo, like black flag. He's like, what? He's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He's like, quit. This is Hagen Dazs, bro. Yeah. He's like, look at you. Like, you know, like you're serving ice cream. Like, fucking, that's what you're supposed to do. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. Yes, leave. Like, go. Quit. Right. right. Like, don't fucking play punk rock. Like, yeah. what are you scooping ice cream? Get the fuck out of here. What an opportunity. So he moves to LA, uh, gets the black fra- the black flag tattoos, officially plays their first song as a front man, July 25th, 1981 at the Cuckoo's Nest in Costa Mesa. I'm glad to have that fact, so if I ever get my uh, concert-attending time machine, I know to go right. exactly there. July Make sure you go there. Don't land in Japan, because the there's Co- a cover band called Brack Frag. Yeah. <laughs> Brack Frag. <laughs> yeah. They're just as good. It's just like, it's not the experience you were yeah. going for. Yeah. 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 I have my own <laughs> band. It's called Brad Flag. Yeah. 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 We're not good at all. I was going to go down a really racist... Go, uh, Dave, line go. Line of jokes. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm stop myself. I'll hold say the rope it. on the dock so yeah. you don't get too uh, far away. With the boat. <laughs> you might even say the <laughs> N-word. I just don't know that they were funny enough to justify. Yeah. Was the, that was mm. the equation. Dave called me a Negro head. earlier. I don't know. I think it's a compliment. Like, I think I have said. some points. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. It's like my. It's, All I heard was every time I hear that, I heard the River Niger. Yeah. It. It's like my favorite of the terms. Like I've studied a lot of, of black literature. So it's like mm. you read. Like when you read like the early stuff, like it's slave narratives. And like it's whatever, historical terminology. You see the so different like, terms. Right. And it's like, and then like right now it's like African-American. There's now some, I forget what it is, but it's not even African-American now. That's like too incorrect. But it's like when you read like full on scholarship, that's like, you know, proposing like equal rights and right. everything in the fifties and sixties, like the term that was just fully used was Negro. Right. And that's always been Which like, that's always I mean, been my like comfortable spot. It's <clears throat> like, Negro. It's, it's not like, offensive. I lo- no, I love that I love term. those cookies. I love, I love that term. Yeah. You know, my you brother always, my, and my nephew and my niece, they just throw out nigga all the time. Yeah. And I'm always all, I'm all it's about uncomfortable Well, that's a around, cultural but, thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that, that's cultural. For sure. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, and Negro just means black. 
Right. I mean, it's on. It's on me. But I, I mean, say, it and I'm people, only like, saying quotation to your earlier. People you gasp said it, in racism when I say yeah. Negro. Like more than if I he if did. I was like, you no. said that. He, he would, like, <gasps> I'll be around like black people, and they'll be like, "This nigga up the street just said this," and I'm right. like, "Negro," and they'll be like, "What? What? what? Did you just call me? Did you use slave words? <laughs> they just they turned down like a fuck. They, their fucking clothing changed and shit. Like it went back to fucking like, 200 years ago. Colonial. They had like a funny ass haircut. Like. It just fucking just boom. A big thick wool coat. Yeah. <laughs> Afro. Just fucking just everything changed. Like you just you took them back in time and shit. Yeah, totally. Fucking welts popped up on their back. They're just, I don't like that dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Um past tense Negro. That's funny. Yeah. 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 Proper. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, so uh and then Rollins was just all in 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 Black Flag. He was always the first one to get to rehearsal. He was the first one to get to the venue. Mm. Like if they were going to do a gig, first one at, at a, band camp. You know, yeah, he was the first one at band camp. He would like show up and all he would he would just be wearing like shorts and like may, maybe shoes, usually yeah. not even shoes, not a shirt. He would just fucking show up. He'd be like pacing on stage, like muttering the lyrics like a sociopath mm. and the band would show up and he would already be in that headspace. And, uh, he was, uh, he was really intense. This guy's intense. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We're not even Um, camping. So they toured, um, all over the U S Canada, Europe. Um, and, uh, this is when they really became big. They developed a huge uh, fan base. Um, and, uh, I even remember like when the Rollins band came out, I don't, I don't think like, I, I don't think I realized that was black flag. Like it took me well, like back in the day. I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's the guy from Black Flag." Right. Oh, okay. And right. they had the Mormon outfits with the black glasses and shit. Like, yeah, almost like Weezer or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Fucking Buddy Very Holly. Yeah, yeah, Buddy Holly Weezer. Yeah. Um, and uh, so some turmoil started to rise in Black Flag. Uh, they did a show in England, and uh, someone from the audience jumped up towards one of the members of the band, and uh, he like attacked him. Like Rollins attacked the guy. And the guy who was getting attacked named Gin uh, called him a macho asshole, like called Rollins. He was like, that was fucking uncalled for. Like, we have security. You didn't need to fucking whoop that guy's ass. Right. Um, but, well, because that, that's a weird transition of like punk rock, like to be like a, he's sort of like jock rock. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's buff. Mm-hmm. He's like working out and like fit. Like, and that's not like a thing that really was in punk yeah. rock. To be like a jock and punk rock. It's punk like, rock's like punk rock's skinny, against animated, jocks. Right. Like they, don't want yeah. the, they don't want the fucking buff football player, but right. somehow here he he's is. Not he's, really aggro. A, he's not really a football player, though. He just but works out. But he's into out. fitness. Yeah. But he's you like know buff. You know, yeah, yeah, he's into he fitness and works out. drinks his carrot juice and yeah. fucking does yeah. pull-ups. You yeah, know? which is weird, but it's like maybe more from a prison stance than it is like the sports background. So maybe, Yeah, for sure, you know. for sure. So yeah. they start to get more and more turmoil. He keeps getting in in fights with uh, people who are, who are there. Yeah. They he punched a fan in the face who kept reaching for his microphone. A quote from his was, "When they spit at me, when they grab at me, they aren't hurting me. Um, when I push out and mangle the flesh of another, it's falling so short of what I really want to do to them." <laughs> wow. So he's uh, he's very hostile. And again, you know, in a punk rock environment, you're gonna have people in the front row thrashing. 
and moshing and fucking butting heads and there's going to be just chaos in the first couple of rows and it's going to spill onto stage. That's part of punk rock. And then for him to attack back, maybe that was just a line you didn't cross. Or something. I mean, mosh pit shit gets fucking crazy. So, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, you're going to punch and hit. I saw a thing where a fan approached him and said, man, if you fucking just spit on me, bro. He's like, you don't know how much I mean if you just fucking come from you. If you just fucking spit on me, say fucking spit, like spit on this guy. He's like, fuck, thank you, man. Like walked away. That's all he wanted. Not what an autograph, not whatever. Just fucking spit on me. So he yeah. spit on him like, Ugh fuck you and like just walked away and yeah. they were like happy that was their exchange of fucking he crazy bitch slapped him instead. Aggro, yeah slap like, him and spit, him. i'm gonna bitch slap you instead weird um man. but then within the band and uh i don't know the band members well enough to like really cover this in any detail but they swapped band members here and there and then the um, yeah for the record black flag hardcore punk rock fucking fans that feel like we're missing so much the topic is not black flag today. no exactly for the record it yeah. is henry yeah. rollins yeah, yeah. So, um, but the, um, a guy named, uh, Dukowski got fired. Um, and then the, the, they started to, um, change their guy named Dukowski. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me, bro? Um, but they, they start like, they started to alienate their own fans because they wanted to grow. Right. And we've talked about this with other musicians in the past. To make like the you have to walk, You have to walk that razor's edge of always doing the same thing, but somehow always being fresh. Like if you Reinventing become... Reinventing yourself. If you, if you stay too rooted in the past, everyone's going to say you're not innovating and they're going to talk shit about you. And if you do too radical a turn, everybody's going to talk shit about you and say you sold out and you're not the same band. And that was kind of like they wanted to bring in more like jazz influences into the band and do all this different stuff. And it just wasn't resonating with all the members of the band. It wasn't resonating with the audience. So in uh, 86, uh, they disbanded. Um, before they disbanded, uh, he was um, he did his first uh, spoken word uh, album, which really blew my mind. Like when I think of spoken word. I think of like late nineties and on like, I think of like deaf poetry jam, which was like mid nineties. He's doing like a punk rock singer is releasing spoken word albums in 86 and published seven books during his time. There's like, there's no, there's no place for that. Mm -hmm. Like that's so outside of the norm. He said um, he was going to like, uh, like spoken word slash poetry stuff, and there'd be like twelve people there. Yeah, and like, and but he's Henry Rollins, right. but it's like he's doing this other fucking. Yeah, thing. that like, was yeah, yeah. And uh, but so he's already doing the spoken word stuff, but then he ends up um, uh, putting together uh, the the Rollins band, um, and uh, once the Rollins band comes out, they're just churning out music, and I believe he wrote all of it. I think he wrote the the lyrics and the music for all of their stuff, which is why it was the Rollins band and not just some other name. Um, but they released three albums in two years, which is pretty fucking crazy, like yeah. three full-on studio albums. And uh, they were really like, they, they transitioned from punk to, I guess, alternative rock, maybe is what you would call it. Um, it had a lot of his spoken word did kind of like, I think probably his most famous song from that band is liar. 
which yeah. goes back and forth between him doing spoken words sure and him screaming. Yeah. Oh, you've uh, seen that. He's all like fucking red face and just screaming, I'm a liar. I'll tear your heart out. You've seen I think that if video. You, I think if you saw it, it would. Yeah. It would eh, you'd, maybe I'll look it up. On and I have a link. Like, I don't know my, my favorite memory of that video is that it's one of maybe five. Dick out. No, it's one of maybe five oh. videos um, on Beavis and Butthead that Beavis and Butthead actually like. Right. <laughs> like when it comes on. Because yeah, they're like, they're yeah, like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I do have a link to the Beavis and Butthead version of the liar video in the show notes um, if you if you want to watch it. Um, which was also an in-joke because MTV got sued. Yeah, I've never because, seen that before in my life. No? No. Oh, wow. That's kind of trippy. So early on, Beavis had an infatuation with fire and used to light everything on fire right. and then go fire, fire, yes. fire. Yeah. But then some kid lit his house on fire and then they sued <laughs> MTV. Fire, fire, fire. Oh, so then they like, see, he would never say the word fire. But liar. anytime anything that sounded like fire was said, he would like laugh and start to repeat it over and liar, over. Liar. So yeah. when liar came on, he, he got into it. That's forgotten liar, so much liar, about liar. that, to be honest. Like, that's um, fucking... I'm really eager to see the new... They're doing a movie and a new season yeah, on Paramount Plus, and I'm re- and it's full Mike Judge. I'll like have it in my camera. I'm, the whole IP crash. I'm over here fixing it. It like it won't load. I don't, for some reason, that's uh-huh. down. It won't load the Facebook accounts hmm. for some reason to to cast. I don't know. It's been on vacation and shit. Like yeah, it should be uh, had a good rest. Restart the whole iPad. But I'll keep talking. I'll keep. Should fixing. we pause recording and get? No, it it's fixed. okay. I'll just I'll get oh, it fixed. Fuck that. We yeah. don't pause for nobody. Um. So. The Rollins Band uh, was a headliner at the first ever Lollapalooza in 91. Um, the End of Silence, their 92 release, was number one on the College Music Journal's chart. And uh, 94's Wait uh, was in the uh, Billboard's Top 40, which was really one of the first times that that kind of punk rockish, hard alternative sound would ever, like, breach the top 40 like that was a pretty big achievement in the 90s for for that band and uh, liar made him really popular um gave him huge rotation on mtv back when mtv mattered to you know you couldn't be a musician without strong rotation on mtv it just wasn't possible and uh they appeared at woodstock 94 which i vaguely remember was being like a that disaster thing? yeah, yeah 94 Oh, it was like the comeback of Woodstock. Yeah, like, it was like a big muddy fucking yeah. disaster. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. Terrible. Which I suspect the first one was as well. It was. They else. tried to mimic yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think the first one was on accident. Like, yeah, it yeah, rained. Yeah. Like, well, I, no, I, I think had... the second one, the Mud Fest, was on accident as well. I just think that the, I think hippies mm. were more inclined to wallow in the mud for a weekend than Gen Xers. And yeah, they were just having really sex like, and smoking yeah, weed exactly. and doing acid. Where Gen these X, ones were like bitching about it. Yeah. It's a mighty mess. Um, so uh, in 91, uh, the, I didn't know this ever happened. Uh, so Henry Rollins and his best friend Joe Cole uh, were robbed by two men outside of uh, Henry Rollins' home. And uh, Cole, his friend Cole was shot in the head and, and killed. Um, yeah, you know, he didn't go into detail, but uh, Rogan asked him, he said, hey, like, because he's traveled everywhere in the fucking world. He's mm-hmm. been to Antarctica. He's been to fucking, like, deep Africa. Like, he's been all over the fucking world. He goes to super dangerous fucking places. And he's like, where did you feel like your life was? Because he's talking these crazy stories about fucking Africa and mm-hmm. how he had to pack in this and pack that and watch out for this shit. And he's like, where's the most dangerous place that you've ever visited? He's like, the United States, Los Angeles. 
And I, he was like, are you serious? He's like, the, the times that I came closest to dying, and there were some fucking times. All there. So he didn't get yeah. into it, but I, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, his friend got shot in the head. Yep. But he was like, L.A. And I was like, fuck. I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's fucking <clears throat> sketch. Um, but uh, he didn't get hurt, but the cops detained him as a suspect uh, for 10 hours just because of the tattoos and, and everything else. Um and uh, he said in an interview in Los Angeles Times, I dug up all the earth where his head fell. He was shot in the Oof. face, and I've got all the dirt here, and so Cole's in the house. I say good morning to him every day. I got his phone, too, so I got a direct line to him, so that feels good. Whoa. Because there was a rumor that he had his brains in a jar, but like after he got, yeah, he just like dug up the soil where he bled out on the on the ground, and he ke- he keeps it in a jar. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, not, not kind of. That, that's definitely creepy. Yeah. So he uh, becomes a uh, he starts to get into acting. He's in the chase with Charlie Sheen. Uh, Details Magazine named him Man of the Year, I think, in eighty five or something. He was in Lost Highway which is a David Lynch movie, which isn't bad. He was in Johnny Mnemonic. He was in Heat, which is a badass movie. So he starts to get into acting. Um, The Rollins Band label um, declares bankruptcy, and uh, their bass player gets fired and replaced, and then they sign to DreamWorks Records in 97, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know DreamWorks had a record label. I guess it makes sense. They're probably going to release all their own music you know their scores from their own movies and shit um and then they released come in and burn which didn't receive a ton of uh uh, critical reviews like their previous stuff did but then he keeps knocking out uh, spoken word albums and keeps writing books um and uh he said that so in 98 he felt like the backup the the band that he ran with had run its course and he didn't really like them anymore um and uh he had produced a, a band from L.A. called Mother Superior, and then he invited them to become the new version of the Rollins band, hmm. um, and they did. So then they went out, and, and they made several more uh, albums. I think they ran together until 2003. Um, and uh, they, I, I think after their 2003 album, and I might be wrong on this one, Um, He basically said he was never going to do music anymore. And his quote was, for me, music was a time and a place. I never really enjoyed being in a band. It was all, it was in me and I needed it to come out uh, like a 25 year exorcism. One day I woke up and I didn't have any more lyrics. I just had nothing to contribute to the form. And I was done with band practice and traveling in groups. Hmm. And he said, "I, I don't play any instruments. Like right. all I am is a lyricist and a singer, and when my when the lyrics have run dry, yeah. I've got nothing to contribute. Yeah, and he's he even said in an interview, I, th- I think it was in 2020, like he doesn't regret it and he doesn't think he'll ever get back into music because that's just a chapter in his life that's that's over. Yeah. Um. He also was talking about on, on the interview I watched that was like, fuck, he, like the what's it called, imposter syndrome. Rogan talks about that a lot about when people get super fucking famous. 
But like you realize like your self-doubt of like like you're fucking George Clooney or like, you know, Rogan has I meet all these fucking famous people, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, I'm fucking sitting here with Mel Gibson. Like, get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. Like, is that Mike Tyson sitting across the table from me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a fucking fake. They're gonna find me out. I'm fucking fake. I'm a normal dude. I fucking ate steak last night and my fucking you know, I took yeah. a shit or whatever. Like I like I'm a you normal don't feel like fucking you. guy. Yeah, from you high don't school. Feel, it's yeah. like this is bullshit. Like it's imposter syndrome and it happens to to famous people. And they were just talking about like how he was surrounded by some of the greatest fucking musicians and he was just like I'm up here just fucking yelling around, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not playing guitar. I don't have music fucking theory. Well, we, like, I mean, we've we've felt that on a small level. Yeah, like, for we sure. go somewhere and people want to meet you, and you're like, "Wow, I'm just a right, fucking normal just guy, a dude, man." Let right, me buy you fucking a beer. three guys from Bakersfield, <laughs> right? And yeah, you're coming yeah. to fucking some place yeah. like wherever we're at yeah. to meet us, or you're fucking flying in from somewhere, and you're yeah. like, "That's fucking weird." Yeah, like, and you have that same thing. On a like, very small like, scale, yeah, yeah, no, very small. Thing, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not comparing. I do relate to it, though. Famously, yeah. to you know Joe Rogan or Henry Rollins right. or something like that. But I'm saying on on a, on a small scale, like I, I can see where that comes from because you do feel like that. You're like, I don't know. Well, I think I think the you closest know, I could come to it is like if I think of the living authors that I'm just in awe with. Yeah, if I was like asked to sit on a panel yeah. with them. I would be like, what? Well, you had lunch. You had lunch with a fast food nation guy, though. How was that? That was he was cool. That's a big fucking deal, right? Like he's a big author. He's a big author. But how cool because you had like you probably had a lot of confidence because you had taught that for semester. No, I taught that book for like fucking. So you fucking knew his shit. But and I also knew he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You know that just didn't. He didn't give a shit about it. Yeah. No, we talked about it a little bit. I mean, but that I mean, he was there to talk. I mean, he. I he came to BC to talk, right. and inevitably that's I mean that's his biggest book, so that's what most people are going to ask him about. But and he knows that shit inside out. He produced movies about fast food and so forth. But no, he was just a like I was just interested. Like I just nerded out when I had lunch with him because I was just like, how did you research that? Right. Like I just wanted to know about how he researched it because he was like going to cattle ranches in Wyoming and then going to the fucking corporate. And he was just, he was a nobody at the time. And he wrote some articles for some magazines, but it was like, how did you pay for that? How did you get these interviews? Like how the fuck did it's like, and he was just like, you know, what's crazy is on the backside of uh, imposter syndrome is everyone who's anyone was just us. You know what I mean? Like, they were just yeah. like, you know, fucking Barack Obama was just a fucking just kid. You know what I mean? The, like Henry yeah. Rollins was just a kid. Right. Joe Rogan's just some dude. Yeah, they, like, all, they all started somewhere. They yeah. were just yeah. someone and they decided to do the thing. And yeah. so he went and fucking self-financed to fucking research. It's well, he didn't even self-finance. Because he, he wrote for a couple of magazines. Like he, his job was journalism. So he would be like, kind they want to the send me on end. a story to talk to some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they want to fly me to Wyoming to talk to some guy who, you know, who's fucking pit bull fought off a bear and i'm going to drive three hours outside of that town and interview this rancher who sells beef i'm going to use my credentials right so it was like he he would like they would fly him all over the place to do stories and then while he was there he would you know is there someone in that region that i can interview and but um so yeah so he ends up uh, getting out of uh, music and uh he um he keeps doing the the spoken word. Uh, he did a lot of stuff with the USO. He was really big on um, opposing the war in Iraq and in supporting the troops. So he would go and do like USO shows in Afghanistan yeah. and Iraq. But then he would do a lot of spoken word against W and all the policies in in the U.S. Um, the uh, he was a 
you know, he is straight edge. Uh, we already covered a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, he's straight edge. He hasn't been in a relationship since his twenties. He's very solitary. Um, he doesn't have very many friendships. Um, he said that he's friends with musician, um, Ian McKay, and he was, he's friends with William Shatner. And he says, other than that, I don't really have very many friends. That's crazy. At one point I read that he considered the Australian singer, Nick Cave to be one of his friends. And I know that at one point he produced a Nick Cave album. I think it's because and I fucking love Nick Cave. he he's said, amazing. I think that, I don't know if it is for sure, but he said something about performing in Australia. They have a rule that's one for one, one American. Then you have to give one Australian a fucking, uh, like an opener. So, like, if you're going to go have a concert, then no, you they, have to I know let they, someone I know open. they do that with movies, yeah, too. Yeah, it's a one-for-one. Like one. So, you if you're going to film have, here, then you have to have yeah. someone, uh, one of us. Right. One of you, one of us. Right. And so, that might be that relationship. It might be. Um, how they met. He's also kind of sort of friends with Ted Nugent or something, I think. Uh, really? There's, there's some weird thing. Like, he kept saying, I don't have any friends. But then there was a couple things where he was like, you know, the Shatner stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. It does happen. Yeah, but right. I wonder. I mean, very small amount. But I wonder, too, how much of it is, like, people are like, oh, it's Henry Rollins. Like, I'm fucking, they're intimidated by him. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like the fucking hot chick in the room. You're not going to go ask well, him Well, he was dance, even talking about, like, know? his tour bus. He's like, it's my merch guy, my fucking, uh, my manager or whatever, like, yeah. the producer or whatever, and, like, the driver or some shit. He's like, there's four people. And he's like, there's hours of silence. He's like, yeah. he's like, we'll sit there. He's like, he's got his life. I got mine. We'll just sit there. We're both on our phones, our computers. We're just sitting there. I'm writing. He's doing his thing. Hours of silence. And it's fine. There's nothing. Yeah. We show up. We do our shit. We get back right. on the tour bus and go. He's just a right. very solitude. Like, fucking, yeah, he is. And, a very yeah. solitary guy. So he did different stuff. He did. Uh, very strange. Yeah. He was actually in, which I wanted to track down, but I didn't have time to. He's in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries no that's shit. about his friend getting shot and murdered. Oh, wow. So he's actually in the unsolved mysteries about, about his, uh, about Joe Cole's murder. Um, he was the narrator for the VH one legends show that was on for several years. Yeah. Um, he had a show. Um, he's, he's done a ton of shows. He had a, a horror show called night visions that he was the host of on Fox. Um, he did a radio show called harmony in my head in LA. Um, he did Henry's Film Corner on Independent Film Channel where he would like introduce a movie and then talk about it between commercials and give his take on it. Uh, but he had a show that was the Henry Rollins show that was like a weekly thing or something. Like late or it was like a of? monthly thing. And then it was popular enough that they were like they wanted to do uh, weekly. Um, and it was like it would just be it was sort of like long, almost long form interview like we would consider right now. But he would usually have two guests and it was just like him, like shooting his shit like right. deep. And I remember there was one with Chuck D and I remembered watching that one and really being impressed. But it was it was always he would give like a monologue that wasn't like a funny monologue. It was just him. Right. Like his thoughts of the day. And then he would sit down and have like an intellectual discussion hmm. with artists. And he talked a lot about the and, freedom of that because like uh, Rogan was trying to be like, put it into a box of like, man, you're sort of doing stand up. He's like, you know what I mean? Like you're showing these places, you're doing the spoken word lecture kind of thing. But he is funny. I mean, you're telling all he gets stories, some laughs like, and, out and of you his... get in laughs and it's funny sometimes. He's like, yeah, but I'm not labeling it that because mm -hmm. I'm not held to the standard that I have to make these people laugh. Sometimes right. it's not funny. I'm telling right. a story about my friend getting shot in the face or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and I like, do see the difference. It's like the the comedian Colin Quinn. Mm. He did a show called like Red State Blue State. All right, yeah. which he labels as. Uh, so when I tried to watch it, a performance it's not, art. It's not yeah. stand up comedy. It's performance art, but it's fucking hysterical, but it's depressing and it's very real. Like whether you're fucking red state or left state, 
this is going to really fucking. It's equal hate. It's, it's like, equal yeah. hate. It's equal. <laughs> yeah. It's not even hate. It's, it's, like, just it's equal, calling you out on it's your It's calling you out on your bullshit. Your shit, Whatever yeah. side you're on, you're going to both laugh at what he says about the other side. And laugh at yourself. And then laugh uncomfortably about what he says about your yeah. side, but then also be offended because who, who the fuck does he think he yeah. is? But um, there's a lot of people like that, like Lewis Black. I mean, Lewis Black's yeah. a comedian, but yeah. he goes up there and says shit that's not really yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. Right. But it's funny, you yeah. know, like it's like yeah. they, they, Moo -moo they do milk. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, he's done tons of shit. Um, he's, I don't know if he still has it, but he and his friend Heidi May had a podcast that they started in 2015 um, that they called Henry and Heidi. Um, Man, he re referenced her a lot. I was like, is that secretly his signature? He's supposed to be maybe. his manager. But like, it was like, oh, do you take vitamins? He's like, oh, Heidi like, gives me a stuff. Or, you know, well, Heidi used to do that and I'd mimic it. But he kept saying, like, my manager or right. whatever. He's like, you know, Heidi, because they, they had to discuss to schedule the interview. Yeah. And then she has him do this or has him do that or, you know, talk to maybe. me to get in the Mazda 6. But maybe just off the record to keep his, uh, <laughs> to keep the persona. I don't think solitude. he has a persona that he fucking cares about. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting was apparently uh, he produced an album of Charles Manson acoustic songs <laughs> they recorded from prison with Charles Manson. Oh, damn, with Manson? And uh, he, they pressed five test albums and the label was finally like, no, pull the plug. We are getting like death threats and hate mail. Oh, shit. This album is never coming out. And apparently they know that he ended up with two of the five pressings and that there's three pressings out there somewhere. Out there somewhere oh, wow. Of him. He said he would get like Charles hate Manson. mail and death NFT. threats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. for doing like Leno back in the day or yeah. fucking Letterman because yeah. it was so mainstream that the fucking hardcore punks would, he would get a ton of shit for fucking probably. Doing it. Yeah. So he, he did anyway. tons of philanthropy. He's, he supports the Southern poverty law center, which is all about like, know truth in in law especially for like you know the the inequities in the american justice system that are that are skewed towards the wealthy and against the poor um he's a supporter of that he's a big supporter of freeing the west memphis three did we ever cover the west yeah, memphis we did that. yeah yeah we did it i don't remember it at all man there's a good documentary for that Oof. Yeah. And i don't know if you ever watched it back then but even if like now that you're not under the pressure of like oh i couldn't it. take yeah. notes right. it's a great documentary yeah and there's a revisited one too though is there but he's a huge supporter of that um he uh put together a benefit album for the west memphis three that had iggy pop chuck d ice t they covered black flag songs uh, he's pro-gay. He's outspoken for human rights, for gay rights. Um, uh, he said that uh, one of his friends when he was in high school was gay and he was bullied to the point that he attempted suicide and that that always stuck with him and he wants you know freedom for, for homosexuality. We covered the Bhopal disaster not too long ago. He actually went to Bhopal and like raised money, you know, for them. And, you know, so he puts his money where his, where his mouth is. He's very big to act with activism. He said, uh, this is where anger takes me to places like this, not into abuse, but into proactive, clean movement. So every, basically everything in the world that really pisses him off, he like makes it a cause that he'll support, throw money at, do what he can to generate funds for. Um, but yeah, like, like I, like, whether you like his music or not, which again, I'm not shying away from the fact that I'm not a big fan of his music. Um, just watching him speak, 
I used to love that the Henry Rollins TV show. Just he was he's just very sharp guy, very witty, very quick. Um, does great interviews. He's got a great stance on the world. It doesn't waver. It seems like he's true to himself. He doesn't fucking care what the backlash is going to be. He doesn't care about fucking cancel culture. He's just going to yeah. speak his mind, say his truth. And if you don't like it, you can eat a, a whole dick. Um, a whole one. A whole dick. Uh, but um, yeah, that's Henry Rollins. Uh, if you don't know his music, I highly recommend that you go listen to Black Flag. I highly recommend you listen to some some Rollins band because it might be your cup of tea, especially if you lean towards punk rock or that kind of shit. You're probably going to love it if you haven't heard it before. Um, but I do recommend just checking out just him talking, you know, him giving some yeah. some speeches. And or if you just want more or, of the hot ones, is like a cool, relaxed. I'm like, going to watch that. I might yeah. watch that tonight. Actually, so you can watch that, and it's not that long. And then the, sure if you're I really into it. it, and if and if you like Rogan, that's a good episode that you may not have heard because there's thousands of fucking episodes. You got to jump back for it. Yeah. So um, it's it's a good intimate uh, experience with him to talk about because he's funny and lighthearted mm-hmm. and intelligent. And I think that you know you can read a lot of shit and you can watch documentaries, but I think the documentaries are going to be kind of biased and bland or like the, hey yeah. this is a punk rock fucking legend and he, he paved the way where like when you see an interview like that where it's just a three-hour conversation like you get some shit that you wouldn't get otherwise you right. know what i mean you get to right. see him answer questions on the fly and see yeah, personality. yeah his personality and it's like there's there's a whole lot you know i'm not even trying to talk shit but i guess i am sideways talking shit mm. it's like you'll see a whole lot of musicians get interviewed or actors or whatever and it's like and that's just a dude like that. Yeah. Or maybe that guy's kind of <laughs> dumb, but he's a savant when it comes to music. Yeah. Like he's not right. saying anything at all profound. I'm never going to seek out this guy's fucking commentary right. again. But that's not the case with Henry Rollins. Yeah. He talks and you want to listen. He's Somebody got a like charisma that. and a command of the room and a command of the language. That's He's just compelling and you want to listen to him. Um, what's the what's the Smashing Pumpkins dude? Billy uh, Corgan. Billy Corgan. Mm-hmm. He's 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 not as aggressive, obviously, as right. as uh, Rollins, but uh, very intelligent. Like the music and and the the man don't go they together. Don't matter. He was actually on James Corden a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. ago, and he kind of busted Corden's balls a couple of times, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but he's he's very intelligent, yeah. very well spoken. Yeah. He I doesn't think, sound I think like a lot of scene, times. Like, it's going to be rare that you find like a musician like that that's not going to be like intelligent because there's like a poetry, yeah. even and, like, Marilyn Manson, Marilyn, Marilyn oh, yeah. Manson's yeah. like especially super, eccentric, yeah. like crazy ones. Like, very, like, very, yeah. yeah. He's very weird, kind of right. like Rollins. I mean, he's very isolated very solitaire but yet he's very intelligent you know the way he speaks i think a lot of times you know are going to be intelligent it's funny like uh i i saw this clip the other day with a ufc fighter and it was like titled like worst shit talk ever you know like they walk up to the thing after wayne's and they're gonna yeah. talk to the fucking guy right there i'm gonna suck your dick bro and you're <laughs> like wow like <laughs> and i was like god like you can see a guy like fight so well he's like yeah. so fucking Elliot, uh, mike tyson yeah and then go to my talk back. i broke yeah. my back my he's spinal. actually he's actually really intelligent. i know i His know but i'm saying right right that, after yeah. though like right yeah. after the fight when the adrenaline's going yeah, yeah, yeah. and he says some stupid ass shit he you know did, yeah but he's yeah. like you know mike tyson it's weird it's because his speech doesn't come across sometimes uh don't beat me up if we ever fucking meet for some weird fucking reason no, I but you beat him up i'll um, hold him down for all right mic. yeah that'd be if i get punched by mike tyson like yeah. it's a great that's all, that's what i said if i i'd get yeah i'll take a punch break my fucking eye sock probably i mean you can have surgery it'll be all right true but right. it's like when a baby is like too big for their age and you're like, oh, what's wrong with that kid? But it's like, oh, no, he's just giant. That <laughs> no, kid looks six. like he's 12. Yeah. He's like six. Yeah, yeah. they fed yeah. him way too much. Think something's wrong yeah. with him. But like this UFC big, fighter big is like, oh, train wreck. Like this yeah, fucking guy can talk. Say it. Say it. I, I don't know the name, actually. It wasn't someone I was familiar uh, with, I okay. promise. It was all just right. a clip, like a TikTok thing. Yeah. And he was like talking all the shit and he was like, look at your head. Like, I can't even like. 
And it was so quiet. And then he like he's like, yeah. And then went and sat down. I was like, was that fucking fake? Because he got it was knocked like, loopy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's, this motherfucker was permanently punched. Yeah. I was right. like, he's wow. Punching. He's like yeah. 23 years old. He can't fucking talk, but he wow. can kick your ass. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. Have you seen the Tyson soda? Mm, no. We need to get it. He's got two flavors of soda Is that from, weed that, in it? from Jones, the Jones okay, soda yeah. company. Um, and they support something. I can't remember what, but they're both like pigeon themed. Mm. Oh, nice. Like Fuck pigeon yeah. themed Mike Tyson Jones. I'm give some of that away. There's I'm like two different it. flavors. Yeah, it keeps, uh, it's not a rocket right shop. It probably keeps, the rocket shop. It keeps popping up in my yeah. uh, Facebook Tyson feed. Soda. It's probably the, you know, the place in the marketplace you can get the little rocket shop candy store. Place I think it's like on pre-order right stuff. now or something. I don't even know because I keep. It's like it's out right now. I keep. You know what else we it. need to figure out is we have the flavor gauntlet. We fu- do. Yeah, and we need it with the infinity fucking sauces. We need to figure out what to do with that. Brad Walker. You didn't by see it. the flavor gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I didn't even ask about it. Yeah. That's how fucking. That's how like numb I am to it. Yeah, I just saw it. it. I, no, I didn't even. I didn't even think. I was like, oh, an infinity gauntlet with sauces connected to it. I was like, Dude, it came out great. Like all the sauces. This is in Brent's fucking. I made it, and all the sauces are like all the minis are removable. All the flavors are there on the gauntlet. It's so fucking perfect. Um, like, and Tyler Mott started posting some stuff about it because I sent him the picture. I said, "Hey, make this magical," and I just sent yeah. him the picture, and he fucking made some lightning shooting out of it. And, and normal Tyler Mott because I was up there and so, a couple of weeks ago, and someone walked by and they saw all the mini bottles, and they were like, "Oh, it's like the Infinity Stones." Yeah, You're like, that's what it is. I don't. It's know the Jones Soda is a nootropic supplement. Oh, it has like fucking. Oh, that's right. It. Yeah, that's it has right. alpha yeah. brain in it. Yeah, yeah. It has yeah. choline or something probably. I bet. Yeah, I think so. But there's two flavors. Oh, I'm gonna find it. We'll they're, pro- they're probably like can i take it packs can something. i take it with with alpha brain because i take alpha brain every too much, day too much choline have crazy dreams that's all it's gonna happen really, really. yeah you don't kill yourself or something no. crazy we what if probably, i what if i get uh, what if i have like a fucking like you know that's not a bad sp- we could probably get an alpha brain sponsorship i bet they're not super closed off to shit like that and like that's you know, a legitimate thing for us. I actually believe in it. it i bought some but i haven't taken it yet i keep forgetting i have it which all is ironic i just take half a dose I'll uh I'll reach out and then maybe we have a uh, fucking some people attack at the same time. Yeah, like, that'd be cool. Yeah, we'll for for on it. I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that is that. That's Henry Owens. Um. We are also part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out other cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Art and Jacob. Um. We also have a social media winner <laughs> this week uh, from Instagram. Um, I had posted that uh, random ass prize and then it, it posed a question like, uh, what do you like putting your techo on? Um, and anyone that, that participated um, had a potential to win a prize. So um, Max in 3D, which Max, the letter N, 3D, um, a.k.a. Nick. What's the um, N stand for? I thought you said we were giving the random ass prize to Jacob. No, Daddy. we are. That's a different this is a sticker one. pack. This is just a it's social a media one. prize. Uh, yeah, yeah I just pulled it from the yeah. same place because there were lots of name? people that participated. Uh, Nick, just simply Nick. Uh, the River Niger. Um, so that's probably what the N stands for is Nick. The River Niger. It could stand for the River yeah. Niger. He's from Australia. Okay. Yeah, he says he's gold. He's gold blooded. Yeah. Whatever that means. Gold blooded. Gold blooded. Check it and see. He's an abo. Mm, mm, he didn't yeah. look it. Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I can't say from the picture, but um. So they call him anyway. ne- they call him Nebros over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just means you need lotion. Yeah. yeah. You're just yeah, too ashy. Nebros. <laughs> Nebros. Everybody looks down. That's where you both cut you yeah. cut your knee and put your knees together like. Because it could be brothers. elbows or, yeah. or Nebros, knee bros, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh gonna win it's a sticker pack um, from Print Dirt Cheap. Gonna mail that shit all the way. 
I might come back. Send him a bottle of Cetaphil, too. It might come back. Of what? The the Cetaphil. Oh, the the, the lotion. lotion? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll send him a link. Okay, there you go. Not a link. Don't get it confused. Oh, yeah. He opens the box. Rawr. Um, so Max, a link that died three weeks ago on a car dehydration <laughs> from a supply chain That'd issue. That'd be terrible. Open up just have dead links in the box. Like I'd feel bad. I like links. I've always wanted one. So not the NES game either. Right. Oh, fucking real links. Uh, so thanks, Nick, my knee bro. Um, also we are brought to you, uh, by El Yucateco hot sauce. That is our primary sponsor. They're nutritious. They're delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. You can find it in Australia at various places. I've been seeing a bunch of people find yeah. it in there. Whatever their little stores are out in the dirt in the middle Shmams, of the fucking bush. Have it at Shmams. In the bush yeah. markets. Yeah. Uh, bush markets. Yeah. Shmemories. Uh, Godolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Godolis. Yeah. Where's that at? In Australia? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, south of uh, Perth. Yeah. <clears throat> King, wow, it's, King a Mart. it's a chain. Yeah. The King of Mart, Godolis. King of Mart, Godolis. Yeah. It's all there. The eucalyptus and that. They have that <laughs> they one. Have them there. Yeah. yeah. It's a popular little chain of stores they have there. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than thinking, Didri, do you need this? They got. <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of them over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, bush aid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in your brain. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, check out El Yucateco. Go to shopelucateco.com um, if you need to buy any type of Teco product. They have the sauce there. Did every you say Abomart? Mart? I didn't say that one yet. Yeah, I didn't because no, I yeah. wouldn't say that. No? Um, no. No. Huh. No. He's my knee bro, though. Yeah. yeah. I got that one down. Like, that, if, that, if, that that if that starts popping in Australia, yeah. I get credit for that shit. I mean, start calling each other knee bros. Yeah. Technically, we're yeah. all knee bros because we got we knee are. problems. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 It's different, though, in Australia. Yeah. Once you get old, yeah, yeah and then you start hurting and shit, you become knee bros. Yeah. You get ashy in the bush, though. That's right. You got that pube ash? Yeah. From shaving too much? He's the fucking pubic aftershave. No, the bush, like in the wild. Oh, yeah. that bush. Yeah. Oh, I was going pubic. Yeah. Do they have. Do they have went public. I went the, pubic. Yeah, I just matter of yeah. a couple letters. Do they have Teco on Abos on. Mm. <laughs> oh, Dave's allowed to do it. <laughs> oh man, I want to use you that. Better for the you better get your laptop out. Happens. You better get your laptop out. Fucking. Man, that domain's no fucking hot right now. <laughs> There's gonna be people all over there. Shops over there. Right. Amazon. Uh, so uh, you can buy it on the internet. You can find yeah. it on Amazon. You, you know it's good too. Ebay. Abos, abos. You ever had those? Good yeah. candy. Fucking delicious. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Poisonous though. Poisonous. So, but, yes. for the record, <laughs> for, for the record, anyone who doesn't know, apparently, so since we're not there, we can get away with it. It's apparently like one of the most offensive terms you can use in Australia. Until you just verify, it's for like cunt, sure you know well, exactly what you're doing yeah. right now. I don't even know who I'm insulting. Mm, yeah. You do. I think. I think the first time I said it, somebody <laughs> said that. You know, that's the most offensive yeah, thing yeah, you yeah. can say to an Australian. Yeah. You know, surprisingly though, not know why. Though. Or here it comes. It's not bad. But, Brad has said it so many times, and we've not gotten in trouble for it. Like, yeah, so because Australians don't give a shit. Australia cancels us, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're out there throwing shrimps on the Barbie. They, they, they can't even even cancel us. We'll just come right back, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll come right back. Like a fucking, yeah, yeah, we're a boomerang. Yeah. yeah, ding ding. Yeah, I'll All just right. say something worse. You say that, you say something worse, <laughs> and then fucking, yeah. it's like that didn't even matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think we we have 
exhausted all of the stores and the shops. There's probably more actually. Oh, there's definitely. We can just move on now. There's definitely. In the transition, the segue, things are going to happen that you'll never hear. Yeah. Um, So also check out uh, Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com to get stickers and printed goods that last. I did get a pair of crocodile dungarees the other day. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 fit well. Yeah. Through the heat of Bakersfield and probably through the heat of Australia. We'll see. We're going to send some stickers to the bush and see how they last. Yeah. Also check out. hot. Two day banners. It's hot as fuck. Two day banners at twodaybanners.com. That's the number two day banners. Um, you go over there, use code Sofa King Podcast to save some money and get a banner with a quickness. Uh, my boy David out there at the farmer's yeah, market actually yeah. just got a banner and used yeah. the code. David Banner. Yeah. It, it says David yeah. on it. Yeah, it's just like David's collectibles, I think, or something. Oh, yeah. that's stupid. I tried to help design out, threw it out there just like he David, needed some help with it, I, but he needed it quick. So I don't know. Mm. He got it quick. I don't know if it looks great or not. I'm going to order him one. You're just going to redesign just, it? Just say David. Yeah. It was only 94 today, dude. Yeah. We're you know what I, I remember, though? It's hot. I, I remember it being like 105, and you're like, yeah, it feels the same as 94 now. It's just bright. That's well, anything, the one thing. Anything over 100 is just hot. The it could be 112 is, or 105 I still or 103. Feel, I still feel the differences. Well, I know not. when you walk out that front door, you can open it. It's like the fucking hairdryer hits you in the face. Yeah. There's like a wall of mm-hmm. heat. Mm-hmm. But the thing that bothers me most is like fucking shit man it's just like so bright, bright out here yeah. like the sidewalk mm-hmm. is just like reflecting you feel the heat coming off the mm-hmm. ground at you that's the difference i think i feel a big difference at 100 and i feel a big difference once it's 109 or above oh god like, i can't believe that it gets that hot big that's just like oh, yeah. if you're out there once do your, uh, your celsius conversion like once it's over 100 that. it's hot it's yeah, like 42 43 hot. or something i think in celsius yeah. is what that is it's like what's this up there um so yeah um there's people imagine there's people in the world that have never felt that heat yeah. oh yeah yeah like never been to the beach. they don't even have air like some people have never been to the beach yeah. yeah like never have never seen the ocean or snow or some true people never yeah. seen snow that's wild that's there's probably or like a shitload of oranges people in on a bakersfield tree. right now who have never seen snow negative yeah fuck you've seen yeah. snow not necessarily no I'm sure there's there a shit to be I mean, it's hour right there but they never go they never go snowed here yeah, but that was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. So. There's people for sure. There no. might a lot, but there are people. Yeah, I guess you're right. People don't do shit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking idiots. Uh, speaking of hot, though, Jimmy D. Yeah. yeah that's up. Uh, our, our refill. I got a message this morning. And I need to pay that man. But um, I got a message this morning um, that our shipment is on the way of our refill mm. for Patreon and merch shirts. Um, so as soon as I get those, if you were waiting on a shirt, it might have been because of a size. So I appreciate your patience. Um, those should be here yeah. within a couple of days. Five X's and six X's are hard to get. Yeah, they're coming from uh, Michigan. So a couple of days more because I just saw the uh, tracking number this morning. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you to Jimmy D. Um, go over there and support him. He sells all kinds of cool merch um, on his Who's shop. Mitch? Mitch? Yeah, he said they come from Mitch again. They're coming from Mitch again. Yeah, uh, Mitch again, bitch. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Um, yeah, coming from Mitch again. So go order some shit from Mitch again. And uh, go to Jimmy D's Tees to go get that stuff. And if you need something made, he can probably do that too. But I think he's this motherfucker's busy doing fucking astrophysics over there. He's he's working on satellites or something what? fucking crazy. But he's still printing our shit, so he might print some stuff for you if you're lucky. Yeah. You just might be a, in, behind a queue, you know. But you can still go over there and buy some stuff from him. He's got lots of good stuff. Support him uh, because he supports us. So that's the whole point here in this relationship. So go check it out. Also check out SKR at S U I K E R Apparel dot com. Um, go over and support Nicole. She's got some cool stuff over there. Check out RetroVague.com. Really cool stuff. And check out Mindframe Podcast. Uh, been on quite the break. Um, 
Dave uh, had to write the whole fucking book and we we spat out like 800 pages into fucking audio form and realized, oh shit, like this has to continue. We have yeah. to make we have to finish, figure out mm-hmm. this, how this mm-hmm. ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, we can't rush that. I like how Brent says we. I mean, I'm just saying I'm along for the ride. I got to sit yes. here and fucking wait. Sometimes yeah. like there's some shit out yeah. there that happens, bro. Oh, some yeah. of my shit get uh-huh. in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes. Uh-huh. Some edits. of your shit. Yeah, some of my shit get in there. Some of my shit get in there. Hey. So check out Mindframe podcast across all listening platforms. Uh, Dave's a genius, and uh, I press record. So as Brad pointed out, I'm just pressing record. Really, I'm just sitting here. I'm a warm body, I'm bouncing I questions that? off him and Zach. That's how I feel now. I feel like oh, wow. adequate secondary imposter syndrome. I got imposter syndrome. Imposter right syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Next I, I made some. Genius. I made some buttons and some stickers and shit. Like yeah. it happened though. Yeah. But check it out, supporters, and uh, that just is all I have for the ride. Yeah. So we want to thank a couple of patrons. Um, uh, These again, as we said at the beginning of the show, they uh, you guys really inspire us. Uh, you help us pay the bills. It's it's never uh, an assumption, and it's always appreciated. Um, and uh, I wanted to give a special shout out um, to this one because I don't know if it's a really weird name or a spelling error. Mm. So it's a panda summer. Mm. That's probably supposed to be Amanda, right? I don't like, know. No, I look at the keyboard. What about a summer panda? I mean, a panda hey, summer is one of my favorite Chinese American uh, yeah. literature works. Oh, that P's nowhere near the M. Right? <laughs> P's nowhere near the alphabetically. <laughs> I had to look at that it. Shit, yeah. yeah, alphabetically, it is on the I keyboard. I mean, would keyboard, like let me let me try and type in. Let me type in. Let me see what happens when I try and type in Amanda in my phone. Like maybe well, a pan- type in a panda and just see, uh, if, pan- see if that's a thing. Like a panda summer. Like it's a summer in. A panda. Pandas one word. It's one word. A panda. You guys know pandas aren't real, right? Panda. There's no H on it, is there? A panda. Nope. No, because I put a panda and it immediately says a panda. Oh, that's summer. A th- no, it's her name. Look, uh, a panda. There's someone on YouTube, an average girl who loves a gaming. Summer. A panda. Oh, this is a panda Instagram. on Final Fantasy is also known as some court. It's a, it's a panda boss. Fa- a panda summer. Yeah, a panda is a boss in Final Fantasy. It's a Stay gamer, deep whoever in it is. Moment. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a gamer thing. It's like a female gamer tag yeah. of some sort here. Oh. It's real. Huh. All right. I think I found her. You found a panda summer? I found a panda summer. Is it a fat chick wearing a tuxedo? No, no, it's not a fat <laughs> chick wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> Could be a fat chick named Amanda wearing she's a tuxedo. Like a mom. She looks like a mom. Yeah. I don't know. It's a mom. Oh, she's Australian for sure. Teeth are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also want to thank uh, Farrah Youngberg. <clears throat> Very young, Youngberg. isn't it? Youngblood, Youngberg. I think she spelled her name wrong too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's supposed to be Fair Young Panda. No, Young, young blood. Panda, Youngblood, Youngbird. Yeah, hmm. Youngbird, like oh, Iceberg young lettuce. Yeah, yes. Fair Youngbird. Youngberg, I, I, I love Berg. Berg, I know. I, I wanted to say it that time. I just it's still Youngberg lettuce is delicious. Youngberg yeah. lettuce is crisp. Good. Yeah. Well, it's just it's like yeah. baby greens. It's like a leaf, yeah, 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 leafy greens. You get yeah, it when small it's a small yeah. little head of lettuce. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Like, what happens? I never saw iceberg grow. You grow, you grow an iceberg? Yeah. Is there a little baby head of lettuce at some point where it's a young bird? Yeah. Oh, I've only grown romaine. Oh, young so bird yeah, is like a bit leafy. Baby, you just like break it off. It's like yeah. a baby iceberg. Oh, I break lettuce, it off. Little baby yeah. iceberg. <laughs> Can you buy iceberg seeds or something? How do you do? Yeah. What is it? Like, does it grow from like a daisy root? What the fuck was your question? Does it grow from a daisy? Yeah, how does it grow? 
<laughs> yes, yes. To answer your question, I have questions iceberg, about your question. Iceberg lettuce grows yeah. from a daisy. <laughs> Thank you. I apologize for even yeah. questioning it. Yeah. I mean, clearly, I don't know the answer. So exactly. You were asking if it grows from a seed. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> goes from so, a daisy root. That's how so it's hot. Thank, thank you, Farrah Daisy Root, for being a patron. We appreciate it. I'm looking up Daisy Root just to see if you landed on some shit. Luckily, Daisy Root. The fuck is this shit? What are you looking up? Daisy Root. Just it's the root he thinks of a, I made like it up. Dandelion. Babe. Yeah, yeah. I want what I really want to know is the fucking like iceberg seeds. <laughs> it's not a thing. Like iceberg. yes, of course. It's he's a making seed. he's making fun of my my Daisy Root. Nah, sometimes fucking stuff's like propagated and it's fucking weird. Like yeah. no lettuce comes from seeds though. I mean, the like what's a, the what's a, a bag of iceberg seeds? Because yeah. eventually, man, that's my gamer tag: iceberg seeds. Iceberg seeds. <laughs> yeah. At some point, there's a cute little baby iceberg, though, for sure. Like a little, little tiny little look cabbage. Up, look look up, like a Brussels sprout. Look probably. up Youngberg. See if <laughs> that happens. Yeah, come Youngberg. up with Farrah. No, Pheromones. You've seen a fiddle auto. That's our band. Is it That's our punk band, the Pheromones. Is it E-R-G or U-R-G? Yeah. Uh, uh, Y-O-U-N-G. <laughs> I got that part, bitch. I need the berg. I need the E-R-G or the... <laughs> Y-O-U. <laughs> God damn you. Quit. <laughs> N G. Right. There's yeah. There's a G. Why I got young. I think there's the brain. He knows. He knows. Two G's. G's. He knows. Yeah. He's not answering. Yeah, like burger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're on Reddit. Go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams. I'm at Raise with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Elkitik underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy's Teas, and Podbelly. Belly. Oh, be guitar. Mm-hmm.